Welcome, stickers, to the Stick Ladies podcast. Welcome back. I missed you. I missed you. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. It's in two weeks. Let's do a self-hug. I did one earlier today. I'm going to do it. Oh. <laughs> I, had a- I, I had to. I knocked over my mic. Self-hug. Self-hug. Love, Love you, friend. Love you. Um, it's been a crazy week, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what the heck's happening. Maybe Mercury's in retrograde right now. One of the planets is definitely in retrograde. Something Um, crazy. My pups have woken me up like at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. every day this week. I'm tired as fuck. And there, I was very, very close to telling my boss to get off my dick a couple times this week. Do it. Just do it. I mean, (sighs) I enjoy the lifestyle that the paycheck provides so I'll, I'll probably hold on that but i was just like mm, i appreciate the feedback yeah noted. that's a good way to respond <laughs> all i Thanks said is the what, feedback today all i said was noted that's noted all I, that's all they got <laughs> all right well we know how you feel about it then when you say noted um totally if, if someone on my team said that i'd be like mm-hmm that's condescending <laughs> you would say you would you tell them that? i would feel like it's condescending but you be you, boo. What are you drinking tonight? Um, some red wine that tastes a little bit like skin. Skin? Yeah, it's not very good. Oh. And bet your bottom dollar I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I'm sure it drinking? was expensive. I'm having a beer. McUltra Pure Gold Organic Light Lager. Wait, um, that's organic? Yeah. I'm going to get that. I'm, it's called the Superior Light Beer. USDA organic. Uh, I'm not much of a beer drinker anymore. I used to only drink beer, but like, I like a beer every now and then. And I thought when today ended, I needed a beer. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. You don't drink beer and I'm proud of you. And that Uh -uh. looks really good. Yeah. It's, it's good. So I got a couple stories for you about my week. What's up? All right. So today I'm working from home, sitting here doing my thing been busy like meeting after meeting my dog is next to me like dying for attention she's like been sleeping all day and she's like Blair it's time to play Blair so I was like petting her a little bit but I was in a meeting and I had my camera on so I'm like I can't play fetch with you right now so (laughs) go I get off the meeting and I just started doing some work I was probably doing stuff for like 30 minutes and I was like what is that smell I smelled something, but then I just like kept going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I just kept going. I was like, I don't know. So then I got up and walked to the kitchen to get a drink, came back and noticed (laughs) I had like tracked liquid throughout the whole house. She had peed under my desk, like right by my feet. And I, I don't, I don't know if I was like splashing my feet in in the pee, but it was a lot. And I was like, did you have socks on? No, I had sandals. I had slides on. But I was like, that was that fucking smell. Um, so is it weird that I think it's not as bad because it was pee? Well, yeah, it could have been worse for, for sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say diarrhea. No. and like But I was like, liquid. I was on a good roll. I just had like a couple more things to do. And then I was going to log off for the day. And then I had oh, to spend like, like 30 minutes cleaning up all this sh- bullshit. 30 minutes? Well, it was a lot and I tracked it through my house. Like I <laughs> didn't realize that I had pee on my shoes. So Blair. And then she, I think like dropped her toy in it and had her toy in place. So I had to go wash all. And you know, I'm like OCD about stuff. 
When's the last time she had an accident? And do you think, do you feel bad because she clearly needed to go out? And you're like, no, she we does. Can't play. She does this when I'm like ignoring her. She's done it before. Oh, she, she does it to be a. Oh. Yes. She did it right by me. And she's done it before. If she's trying to play with me and I'm not playing back with her, she does it oh. to get because she's mad at me. Savage. Yeah. Wow. I have one more story about my week. So I was in the office one day. Yes. With everybody. We had like an all day event with everybody on in my department. We took a break. Everybody took, took a break to go use the restroom, get a drink, whatever. Yeah. I walked into the restroom. Two of the women that are in like our all day meeting are in the, in the bathroom, standing right by the door. One of them has her shirt completely up, no bra on, um, had her hand like over her boob a little bit, but I could see her whole body. And another woman was like looking, I think she was showing her, her tattoos or something, but they were talking and standing right by the door like this. And all of us start walking in and she does not put her shirt down, just turns around, looks, she's like, Oh, Hey, sorry. I'm like, did I just walk into like a women's locker room? It's just kind of like, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I just feel like it's a little shocking to walk into when you're in a work environment in like a yeah. corporate office. Yeah. I, I vibe with that. Like I, at first like it, I was like, cool. Yes. Was, do like but reclaiming if I was in the bar, it. like, Hey, that's cool. I'll look at your tattoos too. But like I was at work and it felt just weird. I walked straight into the stall and like sat down and was like, my first thought was like, did I just see that? Like, what, what was that? Were they, I just have more questions, but like, I, I, I like on one hand, I'm like, yes, queen, get it. Like reclaim what's normal and to do in bathrooms. Um, but at the same time I do hear you. Cause like, I think that when you're, especially like we're, especially when you're in work situations, they can tend to be tense. So if you've seen someone's intimate parts, it's like hard to have a serious conversation. Well, I even went back and I kept thinking about it and thought about like, what would I feel if I saw a man that I work with with his shirt off? Like I, it would make me just as uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I thought you were going to say penis, but no, but like <laughs> even a guy with his shirt off that I work with, I'm like, that's just like a, you, a vulnerable on the thing. Yeah. yeah if I you saw him the weekend or something and like with his shirt off, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I even remember seeing like people I work with like in shorts and thinking, oh, wow, like that's such a casual, like I've never seen you like this. It's just a different state. And I'm like, that was just really shocking to see her like breasts out and just like no big deal. So anyway, that that reminds me at at my work, we do have a, a good big fitness center gym and a locker room. And I was so a legit locker room. And I saw a very high ranking woman, like fully naked and it was just <laughs> and I was like <laughs> full bush no I don't I didn't look like that deep I just saw like nakedness and I like looked I was like oh and looked away and but I re- and and it was like this unspoken like yep we're in the ladies locker room in the locker room yeah it's, yeah, it's a, a locker room, locker but, room. It, but it is work and it's like so then like I had to have a meeting with her and I was like I've seen things <laughs> I've and seen you naked and, but I think I opt to think about like, it was a locker room, so it's fine. And whatever, we should be able to share that space and make in nudity. But 
I hear you. It's definitely different when you're at work. Okay. Let's talk about locker rooms for a second. Okay. Is she like an older, is she an older than us in a different generation? Indeed. Okay. Our generation okay. and younger don't walk around naked in locker rooms. Like, I mean, let's I just don't, put that out there. I remember I don't my, go locker rooms. But. No, I remember my mom, like very like nonchalantly walking around naked in locker rooms Absolutely. and other women. And I'm like, I feel like our generation will we'll go like into like the shower stall or the bathroom stall to change if we're in a locker. I'm de- I'm not going to like, Where does I it mean, come from? unless mm-hmm. like, you know, if it's just, if we saw like our bra and panties on, that's fine. But like, if we're you getting full, fully naked, <laughs> I'm not. Did, did we get naked at the Y? Remember we'd always go to the Y and swim? We had, no. Oh, we'd have to put on we our did go to the. No, we probably went into like the stall to change. I'm like so shy about that kind of stuff. I'm not as much, but I don't think I would lift up my shirt at work. I mean, I I could, I guess. I don't think I would though. I had a group of friends in college that like would always get naked around each other and walk around naked in front of each other. And I remember we all like took a trip to Chicago together and we were in the hotel getting ready and they all started doing that. And I was so like, what is going on? I'd never seen it before. Like that. And they're like, oh, we do this all the time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I don't have friends that do that. Like fully stripped down. Fully stripped down. And walk around and have conversations. With my closest friends, they all get topless. I mean, you're going to see my boobs when we travel together soon. You won't see mine. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to absolutely see my boobs. So. Oh, my God. You, do you? <clears throat> you don't like it. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but I'm just not going to do it myself. So I'm, I just think some people are just so like open. I wish I could be more open about it. I mean, I also... you, you freaked out last week when I said I went to the office and didn't wear a bra. Yes. You were like, what? I'm like, yeah, I didn't wear a bra today. But I think when you I have wear... small boobs, so don't you? Like I am a smaller. double D. <laughs> You're double <laughs> You're wearing How did you think... no bra to the How office. How did you think I was a small-breasted woman? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, everyone compared to me has small boobs. Because I'm what like a G. Oh, gee. And uh, I just think like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I and I and I was wearing a lighter blazer and you could definitely see my nipples through. <laughs> and what I did your husband say, does he say anything about this? He's like, yes, queen. Oh, that's He's amazing. like, I don't give a shit if you wear a bra. He's like, they're nipples. We shouldn't, you know, <laughs> he's a feminist as well. I love it. I guarantee, though, I am that woman in the neighborhood where the neighbors are like, gasp, because like my nipples are always, always showing, always, (laughs) always. Like you, if you're going to run into me in the neighborhood, you're going to 100% see my nipples. (laughs) Like there's no, there's no shock. You're that woman. I'm that woman. Like Mm -hmm. I will go out and uh, also braless in a white shirt and you probably can see my areolas and it's fine also. (laughs) (laughs) okay well let me make a deal as soon as i have a breast when i have a breast reduction 
I'm going to walk around with no bra and I'm going to show everybody my boobs. Okay. And it, to be clear, I'm not flashing anyone, but my, these are like, I build tents. Like my nipples are so hard always. It's <laughs> so funny. Mine do not get like that. Really? I don't get, well then why do you care? Because they're just uncontained and swinging. Sure. They're swinging well, around. Well, and they probably, and, and yours are, is that, is G double or triple than mine? I don't know. I don't know how to D-E-F-G. I don't, I don't know if it's, but mine are like, they feel floppy enough right now. And there's like a river of sweat under them right now. So it, it would be better if I think it's wet. It's legit. If they were lifted here. and had a bra on, it'd be better. So I hear you. I get I it. I can't even walk around my house with no bra. I do it in the morning when I take Millie outside and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Um, but I, I was, I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. And I am, I'm, I, I, I am very much embrace the nipple, free the nipple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. your, what are we getting what, what into? Okay. What are we getting into? <laughs> I kind of forgot that we were okay. So you forgot we were podcasting. Yeah, today right. we are talking about friendship breakups. <sighs> so hard. Yeah, I'm sure all of us have gone through friendship breakups before, right? So it's um, just something that we, when when Ada and I started, we started writing down all the t- things we wanted to talk to you about, and this was a really kind of fresh one uh, for both of us. We're like, let's talk about it. Cause Ada and I have never broken up. We just had times we didn't hang out or talk as much, but there was never a breakup. Nothing mm-hmm. ever happened. And one of the first questions I had, like you and I literally in your diary, it says, I got really annoyed with Izzy today. And I was like, Oh, my feelings are hurt. Uh, no, but like, and we would always get annoyed with each other every day. When did it shift where it's not annoyance anymore, but it's like to the point where we can't be friends any longer? Like what, when did that shift and how? Like, I don't even remember. I feel like it was recent. So let me give my perspective on this a little bit. I, for me, I I had a major friendship breakup when I was probably... I want to say like 26. So quite a while ago. Okay. Um, I think that it really happens when two friends are just have gotten to like very different stages in their life and they can't really relate with each other anymore. At least in my situation, that's what happened. Um, we didn't understand each other as much more on my end. I wasn't understanding her, what she was going through. And I don't think that she cared about anything in my life at that point. So, um, you know, and I think that that doesn't stop. Like it happens throughout our lives. We're going to continuously keep growing and changing and evolving. And so like, I think if friendships are strong enough, they'll continue to evolve along the way with each other. But for the ones that just aren't, it's, it's not going to work. Is it, Cause I think about, I think about you and me a lot and we've, we've made it how many years <laughs> of, you know, how old were we? Did we decide in second grade? Okay. Wasn't it like 1994? So then. I don't know math here. I don't, 20, I don't math. Minus 1994, 28 years. Okay. So for 28 years, we have been able to figure this out 
It's been longer than that, though. Yeah, I think it has been. But I think it's because also one of the things I think about with you and me is that we haven't been through some of those really, I don't know what you want to say, like, we weren't that close when like all the drama was in our lives 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 that's Maybe true like the, past that the growing uh, up part and growing. like the the difficulties just like between like your teenage years to like your 30s almost it's like when it's we, really hard yeah like 20s were a shit show so i wonder if had we gone through all that because like now i feel like we it's still not easy. Like you said something yesterday and I was like, Oh, that's a trigger for me. And that was me trying to say like, Oh, I wasn't okay with that, but it was still kind of scary because you and I haven't had a conflict yet Mm -hmm. in like our adult life. So I was like, Oh gosh, is she going to get mad at me for that? No, I'm not mad at you for that. But you know, but But, like, it's just kind of uncharted territory for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I, I like to think that you and I, what's different with us is that we give each other that space to say, okay, that's something I struggle with or like that I don't like, help me. And and you kind of reframe it without judging the other person, but it can be scary. Yeah, I think so. Totally. So yours shifted when was there wasn't like a defining moment. You just think like in your 20s. I ha- and I'll talk about this in our in our next okay, topic. But I yeah. yeah, I feel like I've really only had one specific instance of a friend breakup. Oh man. And it it happened at a uh a time where things really were changing between us. So I'll talk about it more in, okay. in the next one. Yeah. So for me, I've had a lot, unfortunately, and that probably <laughs> that I think that in large part speaks to how much I've changed over the past decade. And for me specifically it shifted from like annoyance and like accepting people who they are as they are, where they are into core differences. I started compromising myself to make others feel better. So things that I wouldn't speak up if something were really kind of shook me to my core, I wouldn't say it, but later I would like, like just be miserable about it because I didn't say anything. And like, I was, you know, I was like, well, but they're okay. That's all that matters. They're okay. Um, also noticing like when I, ha- when I would have my mask on in front of certain people, that kind of triggers me that be like, hmm, why am I doing that? Uh, and you'll be able to, I think you'd be able to see my mask right away. Um, Do you feel like because you've gotten through that and you've understood it, has it helped you be more open and be able to share when you're having feelings about a certain way instead of holding them back? Oh, Yeah. That's and good. I think, I think with the specific people that I had these breakups with, they were not okay with me sharing that. Now I wasn't the happy go lucky. Like I was the one with the problem because I was speaking up for myself now. Yeah. So um, my whole point in this is like with my beliefs and my journey, I fundamentally don't feel people need to change for me, but if we no longer vibe in a certain way, and I share with you what bothers me about whatever that is, and you want to change, then let's do this together. But what has led to a breakup for me in my latter years, like over the past decade, is when people are, one, not happy that I'm sharing my discomfort 
and two, aren't willing to meet me where I am. Yeah. And that's disappointing. I don't understand why people would do that to you after years of friendship and knowing each other. And then it's like, we'll just give it all up for this. I, think I don't they understand think the same that. thing about me. Mm. They think the same thing. About, they're like, well, you're the one changing. So why can't. Well, and I'll get into the specific stories too, but I think, I think they genuinely have the same thought that like, how, how can you give all this up after so many years? And my response to that is for the first time in my life, I love myself and I have my own back. That is something I'm not able, that I'm not willing to negotiate on anymore. Yeah. You have to set your boundaries. Yeah. I think it's important as adults that we're doing those things for ourselves. Um, because if not, we get taken advantage of, we get hurt, we hold it in and it starts to impact us just internally and it's not good for our health. So it's important that you set those boundaries for yourself. I appreciate that. And for you and me, what we've been through in our lives, we weren't given a choice to handle shit. We just had to. Mm-hmm. So now that we have a choice, I will choose what I handle and what I will not. And just think about like how long it's taken to get to this point. And oh it doesn't, gosh. it feel so empowering. It feels it so does. good to be able to say that this yes. is what I'm going to accept. And this is what I don't. I'm an adult. I have my own back. Yeah. Like anybody that cares for me think will know that that's a big fucking deal. It's just the self-respect that we have for ourselves now. Yep. And, you know, I, I feel like if people aren't going to get on board with that and aren't okay with it, then you're not for me. This isn't a good friendship. This isn't a good relationship at all. That's exactly right. And I think we'll talk about this more, but like, it doesn't have to be something so dramatic at this point. It can just be like, we don't vibe. We can exactly. walk away. Yep. No, nothing bad has to happen. So. Does not have to be dramatic. So what are the specific instances like that would happen with you and your, your friend? So my friend, I don't know how many years we were friends, maybe like 20 years. It was a long time. Wow. We were best friends with each other, saw each other grow up, go through all kinds of stuff. I know this person lived together in college. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. We lived together in college had boyfriends that were best friends, like did everything together and had the best time. Yeah. Um, when we were in our twenties, I had just broken up with someone that I had lived with. I was going through a hard time with that and just dealing with it and becoming independent again. And just, you know, life, just all that. She was, um, getting married Mm -hmm. and, was very much a bridezilla Mm. and I played along with it. I was her maid of honor. I wanted, I wanted it to be very special for her and I wanted to do everything I could to make it memorable and good and everything to be perfect. And I, I did. And I just like shoveled all my feelings aside that I, all Mm -hmm. the shit I was going through because I wanted to be there for her and I didn't want it to ruin her wedding. Um, so we did it. I showed up high to her wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> Did she know? Uh, no. And I think I told her after and she was mad at me for it, but, and then I got really wasted at her reception. I mean, I was obviously going through something. I got, you're going through something really real and probably you broke up with who you thought you would have that kind of a day with. Yeah. 
And I just, you know, I was just dealing with stuff. I think on my own, I didn't really have her because I didn't want to burden her and all that. And so anyway, it was probably a few months after the wedding and I tried opening up to her more and it would always turn into a a change of subject into like her life and Mm. her husband or what was going on with her. And it happened multiple times. And, um, I ended up ghosting her and I'm like, what does that look like? So, um, and maybe I'll, I don't know if I'll talk. Yeah. I'll talk about it now. Um, she called me and I never called her back and she called me and called me and called me and I never called her back to this day. Yes. She stopped calling eventually. And I think she heard through like our mutual friends that like, I was just fed up with her. So I I never talked to her. So I, I was completely wrong in what I did. Now I think that it was good that our friendship ended. Mm -hmm. We both needed to move on, but like, I didn't do it right. I was young. I was immature. Yeah. I did the same thing to my dad, Mm. which I don't know that I've even talked about that. Um, so like when you're ready, yeah. I don't know if I just had a, I had a hard time confronting people in my twenties because when I would do it, I would just get really emotional about it. And I wouldn't really say exactly what I wanted to say. And it was just hard. So my easiest option was just like fucking ignore them and avoid Mm. them. And so that's what I did. And eventually after so much time it wore off and that's it. I mean, even years later though. I heard through other people how angry she was at me for that. And I mean, she has the right to be angry at me for that. And I, um, I don't think I, I never tried to reach out and apologize to her for it. Cause I'm not, I'm not sorry. The things I did, I'm just sorry the way that I did it. Sure. Both, both feelings, both sides feelings are valid. Of course, you know, you know, I ended up dating somebody that was like best friends with her husband and he later even, again, didn't you say huh? was the original relationship? They were best friends. And then this is a different guy. Yeah, this is a different guy. So I dated I this other friend. guy Got who it. was best friends with her husband. Got so it. it was like, we were very closely linked. This is after the friendship breakup. And he would tell me that he wanted us to be friends or that he would hear her saying like really mean things about me. And I would just say, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would always say to him, like, I didn't do it the right way. Like I would tell him the same thing. So I was, I was hoping it would get back to her that like, I regret the way that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you hoping for in that instance? Cause that seems like you're opening the door. No, I wasn't no. hoping to like rekindle our friendship. I would just, I wanted her to know that I knew I was wrong for that. And I shouldn't have done that. I just felt like I owed her that for some reason. I'd never never said anything to her about it. And even to this day, like we have mutual friends and they tell me like, she, she'll never talk to you. Like she would never be open to talking to me. She's that angry at me. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I think on, I think on one hand, um, on one hand, if you wanted her today to know that you didn't do it right, you shouldn't do it because you owe her. It's more about like, will it help your peace? If it will, you can always like shoot her an email or something. But if it's just something that to this day, you would not 
like ending the friendship wise if this, if you wouldn't do that differently today then you would just kind of leave it and and forgive yourself for being young and not knowing how to handle it yeah I don't think it eats me up it doesn't like oh, keep me up at night so good. but it's just like you know we live and we learn we yeah, do things in our when we're young that we Ooh. were like okay I should have done that differently and that's one like, of those instances yeah. yeah it was really shitty of me but do you ever get those and this is I'm not meaning to be light about it, but um, do you ever get those moments where uh, you've probably seen memes or TikToks about it where um, when when like somebody like the flight attendant or like the person that takes your ticket at the airport is like, have a nice flight. And you're like, you too. You're like, cringe. (laughs) Like, do you have, is that, is, is that ever like does does that ever it doesn't eat you up but is, is it like a cringe it's a, just a cringe and I'm like embarrassed for myself like, that that's the oh, way I handled it yes got it yes the cringe like oh you too or like it, at the enjoy. age I the age okay. I am now and what I've learned I would have a conversation with someone yeah and I don't know why I just was like an avoidant type person I'm sure there's some psychology behind it with the way that I was raised, but yeah. I would like try to avoid any sort of conflict and just ignore it. Like it never existed. Well, it seems like you're, that was, that was what your parents did in a seemingly troubled marriage. If you don't mind me saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, I think they didn't, we didn't have conversation. We didn't have real conversations in yeah, my household. So same. I don't think I ever really learned how to do that. It's like, I feel mad. How do you handle that? Like that was never a Scream, thing. cry. Yeah. Like act hostile. Out. That was the only way I knew. Beat each other. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, you do things differently now. It doesn't eat you up. So just know and trust the universe that you weren't meant to be in each other's adult lives. And that's, that's what it is. Thank you. Let's hear your stories. I want to hear. I have several and I'll just keep them brief. But the first one, I had a friend, uh, this one was during my wedding. I don't know what the hell it is about weddings. It brings out the absolute oh, worst in fucking people. Yeah, it does. It's, like I lost probably three good friends that year. Um, I lost like family members were pissed as fuck because I said no kids at the wedding. Like it was just a fucking nightmare. And I don't think like every bride says they're not bridezilla. I probably was to an extent, of course. I think everyone is in like their own right, whatever. But um they had a, I had a friend that was in the wedding and she's going through a, like probably the worst time in her life, worst time of her life, really, really wicked, wicked divorce. Uh, she had, um, been through some personal things with, with children, like miscarriages, things like that, mm. just a really bad time. And like, this was like when my, my wedding was ramping up and, uh, the day of my, like choosing my wedding dress, I had all like the, the, um, you know, the wedding party to my place. And uh, she ended up getting super like beyond wasted. And like my mom and mother-in-law and everybody was there. <laughs> and um, I was trying to, I don't remember even like what I was trying to do. I think I was, she was mad at me for something from the day. It was something innocuous, but it like snowballed. And she ended up that night, she was like, calling me, like she said that I was a bitch and a piece of shit. Mm. And, um, you know, in wedding emotions, you know, it was like, it was like two or 3am. I called my mom and sister. They came to my house and it was like a whole thing. And she locked herself in the bathroom and it was like, 
my word, what is happening? And what ended up happening effectively from that day, I actually did like, like the next day I was like, I was so distraught because in that moment, I think I'm, you know, I'm not going to apologize for this. I wanted it to be about me. It was my time. Yeah, I had already been that. there. You should have it. I had been there for all those people. <clears throat> it's my time. Yeah. So the next morning, she just kind of like she like stumbled in my bedroom and she was like, sorry, and like walked out. And I was like, I decided that wasn't good enough. So we all said our goodbyes. And then a few days later, I did call her and I said, I really, this comes from a place of love. I really want you to focus on yourself. And my wedding should be the least of your worries this year. I just don't think it's a good idea for you to be in the wedding. And um, that was it. <laughs> so we never talked again after that. Um. So since then, I think like, I think, so I still invited her to the wedding. And uh, what, what this effectively did, the rest of the rest of that friend group that was really tight drew sides. And to this day, I'm not close with probably several of them. Um, but mostly this one. So um, we've talked since then, like, I think like a year later when like her divorce was settled and she was a little bit more peaceful. I went over, I went to her house and uh, we talked um, and I was like, listen, I genuinely love you so much. And I just wanted you to care for yourself. And I didn't think that was okay. And I wanted people around me on my wedding day that were going to lift me up. And I just, that really stuck with me. And she was like, listen, I get it. I just don't think we can be friends again. I'm like, I get that too. And wow. it was kind of, and so ever, ever since, ever since then she's doing amazing. And I hear her through other friends and every year I send her a happy birthday text. She says, thank you. She doesn't say, she doesn't say happy birthday to me, uh, which is a week later, but it's fine. Uh, I just <laughs> wish her, I just wish her peace and love. And, you know, that was kind of our story. So I was proud of myself for doing it like seemingly in person and over the phone, but it's still what I have. I don't know if I would have done it differently. If you, if you, if you treat me like that, should you be in my wedding? I don't know. Despite what you're going through. So one of the other friends was like, you should forgive her regardless because what she's going through. Um, I think you own your intention and your impact. So that one's tough for me. Do you have any regrets on that one? Um, I really don't. Okay. Well, that's good. The, you walked away from it feeling closure and just wasn't meant to be. Not every friendship's going to be amazing and last forever you know that's what makes them so special too the ones that do last forever because they're so rare but I think what is interesting though now the way that I live my life is leading with grace one could argue that's not me leading with grace for like giving up a massive friendship for like one drunken night so maybe I do a little bit okay What do you think? I think that it was handled really well. And I'm just comparing it to my situation and the way oh. it went down. And like, I mean, 
I also like it was one night. Were there things happening before that that were kind of like bubbling up to this or was it just one night that really caused it? Um, It was. My wedding was never going to be a priority for her that year, nor should it have been. So it was probably in in that sense. Maybe that's what I'm feeling regret about is that I let my my um, selfishness as a bride probably be at the forefront of against anything rather than looking at the long game of the whole friendship. So that's maybe I was maybe hasty. I don't think so. It was just all messed up. So yeah, it does sound messed up. What else? Yeah. And actually there was one before that. Uh, Oh no. Maybe at the same time. So there's another person that we were going to be each other's maid of honors, matron of honors, what have you. And I got caught up. Oh, this is like absolutely in my, my fault, by the way. Um, I'm in the wrong here before I even say I got caught up in some mutual friends talking badly about my best friend at the time. And I decided to join forces with them. And Uh-oh. yeah. How and, old were you when this happened? Oh, in my thirties. Okay. <laughs> so, and this is the last, this is the, um, the third one I have listed here. So this is, um, so I ended up, I was having a, like a text conversation with the friends that were talking badly about her, but also talking to her. And I ended up texting her something that was meant for the friends that were talking bad about her. Oh shit. I've done that before too. Oh Oh, God. Your heart just dropped. It did. It did. And I was like, all right, I did that. So I'm going to lean into it now. And I just like, did you tell her like this was about you? Yeah, I was like, oh, that, shit. that was that was you. <laughs> cringe. Cringe as fuck. And then like I wanted I decided to like go in on all these like bizarre things that I was accusing her of that I didn't even believe. And it was not my fight to fight. And so it basically ended up we didn't talk for I don't know maybe three or four years because of this and we to the to the extent of like neither of us were in each other's weddings we didn't go to each other's weddings well come full circle we're we're back tight again because probably like eight years ago right before my wedding I reached out to her and I was like can we be friends again I'm sorry I'm such a shit and she gracefully welcomed me back in her life like I see your friends again yeah oh okay that's good um, and she's a very important person in my life. I just was like, I'm a shit. I'm a really, you know, and she, she took some, uh, there were some things she was going through. So we just, we've talked through it since then, but it, it really sucked. So I did that really fucked up. And then my last example, uh, just happened this year and like my, kind of my soulmates from my college years, um, I was visiting one of them and her husband touched me, like touched my breast. I asked him to stop. He wouldn't and he didn't. She was in attendance and she laughed it off. And then later he said, um, he said, I'd eat your pussy better than your husband. 
So this is like my best friend's husband, you know, like, and so I sat on this for about eight months. That is what I, I do regret about this situation. I, I went home and I just felt violated. I felt like I was assaulted and it took me a long time to figure out that I don't feel safe around him. So I ended up sharing it with her this year and we, we talked a few times, like we both like sobbed on the phone for like an hour because we knew kind of what it was leading up to. And then effectively I said, I, I can't do this. I, I don't see a road forward. And effectively I left, I lost two other friends in doing that. How long has it been since that happened? Um, six months. Oh, the event or when I had the breakup. You had the breakup. Yeah, six months. How does it feel for you now? It's strangely peaceful. And okay. I don't, I think it's because they were, they were such a representation of who I used to be that it was like kind of stressful for me. It would take a lot of energy. I mean, it's sad, but I feel peaceful. And you haven't heard anything from them? No, you know, like right after it all happened, I got responses like, well, I Googled that and that's not assault. And I got. I remember when this happened and I just felt like it was your perspective that they weren't hearing at all. Mm -hmm. It it made me so angry that I'm like. Classic victim shaming. Yes. It's like an after school special, that bullshit. It was like, oh, you know, you know him. That was just a joke. He didn't mean it. It was just all the classic. You're right. It was like a scripted after TV show of like you were touched inappropriately and the, the man clearly wasn't at fault, you know? So the fact that all three of them, you know, I will say this, the friend whose wife it is, she, she said, you know what? I need you to hear something. I need you to hear that. I'm really sorry this happened and no buts. I'm just really sorry it happened. And I was like, I appreciate that. Thank you. So she did come after the fact and say that that was nice, but we both were like, we don't see a way forward. And it was, it was, it genuinely felt like my heart was broken, like a, a true, because these people have been in my life. We've gone on trips. We've been with like our families are in, intertwined, you know? Absolutely. So such a bad situation to be in. And I just, am like, I, it still blows my mind today thinking about this and how it happened and like, <laughs> The fact that they thought you were wrong, yeah. like what? I was wrong. Are for, they in denial like, about it? Like, I don't understand that. One of them said, um, they're like, one of them was like, I'm so uncomfortable around him too, but I don't say anything. You don't tell her that. And I was like, excuse me, what? Like she, one of them went to as far to say like, she doesn't want her kids around him. So you're telling me you'd rather not tell her that. And she still doesn't know that that one of them feels this way. It just is so heartbreaking for everybody. It's just dangerous. It's the thing about these types of marriages or relationships, whatever they, I mean, that stuff's eventually going to come out. He's not going to get away with with it forever. So it's like, he's going to touch the wrong person and he's going to like, my husband was livid. He was like, listen, you're your own woman, but I never want you in his presence again. And I'm like, 
that's that's only hot. twice. That's I so hot. <gasps> I'm so happy you said so that. Hot. So fucking hot, right? Yeah. Like, like claim your like. I don't know. Like that's kind of probably anti-feminist for me to be like, <laughs> yes, claim your woman. But like, it's it almost was- like the hero. Like every woman wants like a hero to come in and like their man to come and protect them. Yeah. That's so. He yeah. was like, I know you can handle yourself, but I was like, okay. Yes. Right. Thanks, boo. Thanks, so, boo. So that's that whole sitch. And, you know, it's uh, some days, you know, it's some days it's harder, but I look forward to, like, I, I want the kind of women in my life who lift me up like you, who don't, that, that really genuinely want my perspective on things, that want the fun person and the serious person that want the um, feminist person that's on her perch or whatever, like whatever it is. And the one that reminds me not to use single use plastics. That annoys you. No, the one that you can just be your fucking self with. Like that's what you want. I just want to, I just want to be myself. And I think we got, we just got, we just got so far from that. And that's unfortunate. So those are my like three big examples. So one, I handled really shitty one I handled really well and one I handled semi-well yeah so well you're getting better with age right oh sure yeah they're getting better (laughs) oh friendships no I'm saying like friendship breakups are getting you're getting better at them I hope I've (laughs) I hope I've wound them up well and if I if I had to do it today I would do it differently will you tell me that when you don't like me anymore well, yeah, but that's okay. not going to happen. It would be more for like for you and I, I think it'd be more just like, we need some space. Yeah. I think we're in this for, for the long haul. We're in it, boo. We, we've got like retirement plans, so we can't we break do, up. We just work we, through it. We vibe now too. It's like, it's uh we're, we're professionals. We don't have kids. Like we just have a lot in common too. Yeah. So. And I love having a friend like that. Yes, it's, I do too. You don't find people like that very often. No, not at all. So should we talk about if friendship yeah. breakups are bad? Are they bad, Ada? Uh, no, I don't think that friendship breakups are bad. But <laughs> I think that it's really important for anybody that's thinking about it to give themselves plenty of time to think it through. Um, I think you should also try to put in the work just like you would a relationship or a marriage, try to talk to each other, try to make it work, try to figure out what the problem is and, and work together to make it better. Don't just ghost somebody like I did. Cause that's the wrong way of doing it. Um, and I think, you know, you got to hear each other out, be patient with each other. And sometimes just like relationships, you just, it, you come to the conclusion that you need to end it, but I feel like you need to fully feel like that you did everything you could to try to make it work, but like not yeah, everybody's I, for everybody and not everybody's no. at the same stage in their life where they get each other. So it's like, it's going to fucking happen. I agree with you so much about trying to make it work. If you want to make it work there, you know, I do have some regret around that. There's one that I could have probably saved. Um, I don't think friend breakups are bad if it gives you peace. I think it's bad if you 
are carving out. I can't see the screen. Oh, I didn't write anything anyway. No. Sorry. Um, you're like, wait, what? Uh, what are you reading? Um, I was clicking or making sure no, I, I, I was getting our music ready no, for the closing. I, I, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time because you're like, what are you reading on the screen? You, there's nothing even written. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. So, um, so I think that they're not bad if they give you peace, but also try to lead with grace to see if, you know, to outweigh like, is this person essential to your core? And if they are, then to your point, work on it, try to figure out if you can move forward, have a way forward. And if there's not a way forward, give yourself permission and grace and forgiveness to say, it's okay. And if it comes back around, it will, like one of mine did, it will come back around if it's supposed to. We're talking about friendship breakups, like a couple of 40 year olds. Cause it would be really funny to hear how we would have talked about this in our twenties. I would have been like, been like bitch, fuck that bitch, bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> you better cut that bitch. <laughs> I'm not shank her. I'm gonna, like, I'd be, uh, I'll cut a bitch. I'll cut yeah. a bitch. I would be so just savage and fucking awful. Yeah. Cringe. Cringe. Oh, I'm so glad that we're adults now. Yeah. What? I'm so glad we're adults too, and that hopefully we've gotten over our toxic shit with other people. And I think about our friendship too, and I'm like, it was probably good that we skipped that entire like fucked up time frame of our lives. So it's like we just got the best versions of each other during these like segments of our lives. These segments, we we're we're a good bookend. Yes, we'll tell people. Oh, we're we're booking best friends. We're we're bookends. (laughs) I'd be like, sweet. But now we're like, now we're towards the end. We're going downhill towards death. (laughs) I told you, I do have a recurring dream that I'm going to die when I'm 45. Like that. Can you please stop that? Okay, I'm sorry. But when was the last time? When was the last time you had that dream? Probably like um. It's been this month. No, I don't mean, do it. it. Oh, but so, you're my only single friend with no kids. Or not single, but I'm not, no I, don't, I don't think I'm single, <laughs> but with no kids and with with doggies. I mean, yeah, so if, if it is true, then friends. I this really is. I'm wrapping up. Like, <laughs> like I'm about ready to go. I will be so mad if you You'll do that. Mad. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna haunt the fuck out of you. I'm I'll gonna go, visit you oh. and my husband every night. That's it. I mean, you know how that stuff affects me. I have problems with ghosts. I'll be like, uh, Izzy, is that you? Is that you? What if I sent um what if I what if I scurried on the floor like a rat? No. <laughs> you'd be like Stop son it. of a you'd be like son of a bitch. I would die. I'd be like, there she is, that son there of a she bitch. Is. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I would what is that meme that like when your best friend dies? And you, you like check IDs at the door to be like, nope, you're not allowed. No, <laughs> not there's allowed. like a, there's a TikTok where your best friend's in the casket and the, you're, you're talking to him and like, you will not believe that that bitch showed she, up to you, your funeral, but girl, you face. look good. Girl, I feel like you're going to say that. <laughs> well, you have, you have five years to prepare. Oh my God. Don't say that. Stop it. <sighs> I'll be so sad. I'll die. Then we can haunt my husband together. Is that weird? <laughs> no. Okay. We'd be like giggling in the closet. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, go to bed, ladies, <laughs> and your I'm brother, like, you girls. <laughs> oh, you girls. Oh, you girls. Ugh. Okay. How do you feel about this pod? 
we got some laughs here and there. It wasn't so serious. And I think this would be really helpful for women who are women or men that are considering friendship breakups. Do it. Just do Do, it. Just do it the right way. Talk to them in person, be real. And if they can't see your side, keep it moving. And it's like, if you don't talk about the problems, they're just going to keep bubbling up and getting worse. So like, you gotta, you gotta figure this shit out to the point where you're just going to have a blow up and then it's really over. Then it's bad. So you got to work this out. But again, I'm going to say it again, but if that's your journey and they're not meant to be in your life, let it, let them go. Let it go. Don't don't fight for something that's toxic. Yeah, exactly. All right. If it's not adding sparkle to your life. Yes. (gasps) Okay. Well, you remember that you said that phrase. Okay. Well, maybe that'll be that down. Okay. I'll remember. Maybe it'll be our title. I was looking. So can we give, give our, uh, stickers an instagram update we've got 467 followers at the moment like instagram is more popular than the podcast so (laughs) we're gonna need you please please share our podcast tell your friends um but also go follow our instagram right yeah please give us a shout we love those who dm us it's really fun we love hearing from you um and we love your feedback from the pod. Keep sending it to us. And hey, I know a lot of you have been asking about merch. We're working on it, guys. So, oh, people. <laughs> team stickers. So team. give give us time because we're working on our merch. We've got our team. They're on it. We've got people producing, building samples for us. And we're going to maybe do like a survey on our Insta. So watch out for it. <laughs> Oh, I don't else? know who's working on that, but yeah, well, we got we got a team working on it. Um, give it us sounds a re- legit. You, thanks, Ben. Sound, give us a review. Apple, Spotify. Hey, stickers, you're amazing. Trust yourself. You got this. Bye. We love you. Kisses.